0: Love Talk Radio
1: Evening, everybody, and welcome to tonight's edition of the Bill Paxton Appreciation Podcast. That's right. BAP is back, and it's better than ever.
2: Bill Paxton.
1: (laughs) Or is it Bill Pullman? I get those two confused all the time. No, but seriously, folks, it is Harry's Code, a Dexter podcast, brought to you by... Satan.
2: (coughs) I am one of your hosts,
1: Josh, joined by none other than the king of LA,
2: Kente. And wow, I didn't realize Satan was still our sponsor. Uh, Man, Um, let's not tell my mother about that one. I think she might have some issue about that. (laughs) But uh, as always, uh, I'm here live from Los Angeles the scene of the crime, and if you guys want to join in on the fun, you can do so by calling in. And that number is area code 347-326-9541. Once again, that's area code 347-326-9541. When you call in, press 1 so that you can be in the uh, the the queue. And the minute we have an opportunity, we will patch you in. All right? Yes, sir. How was your week? uh my weekend uh was pretty damn good, actually. I can't complain um uh, you know, laid back, n- not much I had to do, but uh I enjoyed my weekend and thank you for
1: asking that's no problem i I like to hear about stuffs yeah i I thought about you earlier today
2: oh cool cool what um, you, would you think
1: Do you know who Terry James is?
2: Terry James, uh, no.
1: From Lex and Terry radio show. Uh-uh. Well, he uh, uh, posted a picture of the Dodgers. I don't, I don't know if you saw the picture. He's a big Dodgers fan.
2: Uh, as am I.
1: And it, it was a very cool picture of, like, the team at home plate as uh, somebody came sliding in for a walk-off homer.
0: Oh, okay.
2: You know, it's funny you say that. It's funny you say that about <laughs> yeah, the is. Dodgers. Oh, yeah? Because, to add to about the Dodgers, um, the star of the Dodgers, Matt Kemp, I found out just today he's a huge Dexter fan. Really? Yeah. He. Was, I was watching Jim Rome on, Rome on Showtime, and one of the questions, he was doing 10 questions one of the questions that uh Jim Rome asked him was how do you think Dexter is going to end being that he's a huge fan of the show Dexter and uh he really gave a vague answer. He, I mean it was kind of like, oh, I think he's going to continue doing what you know what he does that, you know, he's going to move on, but it seemed like he really didn't want to say what he thought, but he said he's a huge fan of the show and he he, he watches it every week. That's pretty cool.
1: I Love it when, you know, you find out that these uh I don't I don't wanna say because it's famous people, but when uh people are like I love that and then you're like, I love that too. Yeah,
2: yeah that's pretty cool. Yeah. Alright, so uh anything else before we get to the news?
1: Let's see. Um No, no. I think uh that's it. I, I had a pretty decent weekend, uh, myself. Okay. So yeah, there's that.
2: All right. So very little news in Dexter World being that the, the show's already wrapped. They, they did Comic Con. Um, just you know, Michael C. C Hall was asked about the very last day on the on the uh set. And uh, he just says it was a combination of pride, sadness, relief, and depression. So, you know, I guess those are the uh, those are the symptoms of uh, losing your job. I guess <laughs> you know the stages of uh, losing your job. I guess,
1: huh? I yeah yeah.
2: <laughs> it's it, it's hard
1: to imagine doing something for so long and then seeing it go away. And you know, naturally, as a fan, our first thought is. It's the show. It's 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 not going to be here anymore. But for the actors and the crew, they're like, my job is uh-huh. not going to be here anymore. Uh-huh. And I, I'm pretty sure none of the actors are going to have a problem finding work. But I I don't know. It just I don't think any of them are going to be making. The money that they were used to making on a regular basis. Nah, they gonna miss them chicks. I mean, don't they? They all have the ability to. Uh, I, they're, they're tremendous actors. It's just, uh, like I, it's it, it's gonna be hard to see Jennifer Carpenter somewhere and and not go,
2: dab. <laughs> you know, you keep we keep saying that she's gonna be glad it's over. Well, okay, back to the news. Okay. Um, Well, apparently uh, um, not all the cast members know exactly how it's going to end, even though it's all been shot. Um, Recently on a radio program, Amy Garcia, who plays Angel's uh, um, little sister, says that she has no clue how it ends, that it was very secret, and they kept the producers and the people involved in how it ended kept it all very secretive so there's major uh, a lot of people in the cast don't even know how it ends they're going to actually find out the same night we do so I thought that was pretty interesting
1: I don't believe it for a second
2: you don't think that uh, that's true
1: I think I think everybody knows what's up
0: you know,
2: and I just
1: ain't I, talking.
2: You know what? I believe that because I, there's been other shows where people didn't know. I believe Lost was the same way. A lot of people didn't know how it was going to actually end. There was, uh, you know, there was some other shows that did similar thing, and some of the actors don't want to know because you know they don't want to slip up and say something. You know, uh, they don't want to. You know, they want to. You know, go through the same thing that the fans got go through. So, you know, I can can see that. If you're not integral to the last part of it, I can see somebody, uh, you know, saying, don't tell me, and them not telling.
1: Okay, I see your point, but that doesn't mean I have to, you know, um, give up my conspiracy theories, and that's not going to happen.
2: Someone just texted me. That uh, they they did that with Rita's character, and I, I know I think we talked about this on one of the shows. That yeah, she did. She didn't know she was going to be killed off until right before it happened, and other cast members didn't know until they saw the episode, so they were surprised. So it could happen. I'm just.
1: When when I saw that uh, story about what's her face, uh, I my my first thought was
0: bullshit.
1: <laughs> Someone's like, "How does it end?" She's like, "I don't know." I'm like, "No, it can't be true. You have to know."
2: <laughs> Would you want to know if you were not integral? Let let's say you were, let's say you were um, Angel, right, Batista, and let's say you were you were playing that part. And let's just say that Angel Batista's character is not in the scene, the pivotal, you know, scene. And they come the producers say, Hey, you're not gonna be in the scene, so you won't necessarily be in there to know what happened. Do you want to know or do you wanna just wait till it airs? What would you say if you were David Zayas?
1: Well, I guess that would depend on um what what I've been doing up to that point uh-huh. like if I'd been ignoring everything that happens during production other than my scenes uh-huh. and enjoy watching from home yeah I would I would probably not want to know what happens beforehand but could you imagine going to work like that not going no to work as a fan of the show and being like uh like everyone else <laughs> Yeah, you, you you walk in and, and like your coworker, you know, you go up to Michael C. Hall and you're like, "Dude, I I, I watched the I watched the episode last night, and you were fucking amazing."
2: <laughs> <laughs> they probably do that anyway. Do you think uh, now that it's over, um, they should, uh, you know, do you think some of the actors are like? you know what, I don't have to kiss your ass no more. Screw you, Michael C. Hall. You know, like, <laughs> never liked you anyway.
1: Yeah, can Can you imagine they're like, <coughs> they're like, um, no, okay, it's done. Michael C. Hall, you sucked in gamer.
0: I've not want to say that for years. <laughs>
2: you know when I said that I liked that movie?
0: I lied.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, I mean, I don't know. It, it's something to think about whether you would want to know or not. I'm sure a lot of people would want to know. Uh, it makes it easier for people for them when they ask you what happens. If you don't know, you got nothing to tell them, you know, and then you can't slip.
1: Yeah, unlike uh, uh-huh. what's-her-face that plays Hannah McKay.
2: Uh-huh. I, I just got a funny text. I'm sure Jennifer Carpenter will be happy not to see uh, Michael Cera anymore.
0: <laughs>
2: it's pretty funny. <laughs> I have to pretend like I'm not mad at
0: you because you cheated on
2: me. <laughs> That's gotta suck though. That you know your spouse that cheated on you. You you, you know because he's the star of the show. You still got to go there and smile and be nice and. That's got to be weird.
1: Well, you know how those Hollywood types are.
2: I mean, they do. She does such a great job. You know, if she's really has a problem, she sure fakes it well. I mean, she, act. They, you know.
1: Yeah, she should get into acting.
2: Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> right. She's like, that's not the only time I was acting with him. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible.
1: By the way, I tried to get her on, on The show again, and
2: uh, oh, she hasn't released yeah. the PPO yet.
1: <sighs> Something about the weird guy that keeps hitting on her via podcast that freaks her out.
2: <laughs> I, I heard that women like it when you when you do that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, do you hear that from Charlie Sheen?
2: <laughs> well, you know, he is my moral
0: compass. <laughs> <laughs> what would
2: it, What would Charlie do? Is what I that's how I govern my life. <laughs> you know, whatever Charlie would do is what I would do. <laughs> so, all right. So I guess we should get to the shoe. Oh,
1: and last night's uh show was you know it's kind of weird because usually and in 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 this show it's either going to be a highly eventful full of holy shit moments
0: mm-hmm. or it's
1: gonna be like uh just a couple of holy shit moments building up to uh the next episode. So it's kind of all, you know, hills and valleys kind of thing. Last night I'm it wasn't, hold on, geez, just,
0: <clears throat>
1: excuse me. It Last night's episode wasn't a peak, but it wasn't a valley, in my opinion. Mm. Uh, and how about you, just a quick uh, thumbs up, thumbs down on the episode.
2: Thumbs sideways. You know, it wasn't bad. It wasn't great either. It was you know it was it wasn't a bad episode, but uh, I would have to say though this is so far the least thrilling season of all the seasons you know uh i have to I have to say unless you know in the last seven episodes they're gonna pull it out their butts, but I'm starting to think maybe starting it earlier. It's maybe affecting it. I don't know. Because remember, they've never, you know, they got back into it pretty freaking fast. So, um, I don't know. So, uh, you know, we'll see, though. We'll see. Um, okay, let's get to the, to the episode from last night. Uh, last night's episode, uh, and that was episode uh, 89 overall, and episode 5 of season 8 was called This Little Piggy. And this Little Piggy was directed by Romeo Tyrone and it was written by Scott Reynolds and it premiered July twenty eighth, uh, two thousand thirteen, last night. And um this episode starts off with Dexter and Deborah. They're talking to Vogel about the car accident. And this you know, I guess we should remind people how the last episode ended. Um, that uh it ended with uh I'll give the Reader's Digest version that uh, essentially uh, Deb tried to kill Dexter, she by uh, turning the car into a lake. It looked like it was, and uh, and um, she was gonna
1: rapist fisherman saved her.
2: (laughs) I know, right? That fisherman. We said this on the last show. That fisherman is a total dude, man, because he saved a hot chick and left the guy to drown. (laughs) He made no attempt go back in there for him it's like i know i saw that chick you know he, he didn't make no attempt to try to save him he just totally said oh hot chick mean he probably was thinking that might be her boyfriend maybe if i let her boyfriend kick the bucket i got a shot
1: but uh i i know we're not going to dwell on this but you're absolutely right because the unconscious girl that wakes up is the one that has to go back into the car and get the guy <laughs> it,
2: it was pretty funny to me but okay so she you know she as she watched Dexter's car go into the, the uh, lake um, she realized that she couldn't let him die so she hopped in pulls him to safety so this this episode begins with uh, they're having as you called it last week couples counseling <laughs> with uh, Dr. Serial I mean Dr. Vogel <laughs> you know about the accident, and uh, Deborah points out that she's ultimately say she ultimately saved, saves Dexter uh, from her sinking car from his sinking car. I'm sorry, and Dexter is understand, understandably uh, upset that she tried to kill them both. Now this was this scene was very interesting because I don't think we quite ever seen Dexter like that this kind of I don't give a fuck you know he almost was like you know it it seemed like he wanted to kill Deborah, you know uh, I mean he didn't go that far or you know I don't think she was in danger but he was fed up he was ready to write her off he couldn't you know he was hurt by what happened and it was interesting to switch they switched roles because remember The first four episodes of this season, it's Dexter trying to mend fences with Deb, and Deb telling him to go kick rocks. In this episode, it's totally changed, and it's Deborah trying to make amends with Dexter for trying to kill him, and Dexter did not want to hear it, you know. And I think he even didn't he say fuck both of y'all when he got out of the room. Yeah, yeah. And this is so funny. Uh, this is so funny. Um, at some point during this, uh, sit down, Vogel says, well, you know, you gotta look at this as a positive. When she tried to kill you, that was
0: rock bottom. <laughs> like, wow,
2: <while laughs> rock bottom. If someone's rock bottom is trying to kill me, I don't want to, want them to get there. I don't want them to go below sea level. Okay. You know, like how, you know, that's a positive, you know, that, uh, her, she hit rock bottom trying to kill you, but now she came, you know, she made her step forward from to recovery. So I guess you got to see, always look on the, the bright side of things, right? So, uh, but, okay, so uh, let me ask you a question. Um, in this episode, Dexter has an inner monologue where he, he's saying, he's saying essentially... To hell with family. Family just makes you unaware of what you should see, and his family will get you killed. And then his son, uh, Harrison, steps up, and he seemed to have a little resentment towards him, you know, a little bit. Is it frustrated father, or is it Dexter maybe seeing uh, Harrison as a potential liability, you know, because of the emotional connection? And he was pretty gruff with him, more so than he's ever been. I mean, do you think that was just the natural daddy thing, or do you think it was something more behind that in this episode?
1: I think it it was. Hmm. I but, I think it's just daddy stuff.
2: Because he was like, you know, what did he say? He wanted to go watch cartoons, and Dex was like, I thought he was about to say, "You ain't gonna watch no fucking cartoon," you know. I thought he was about to. I thought he was about to pull out the plastic, <laughs> you know. He's like, you ain't about to go watch no cartoons, you know, which, you know, to me, that's nothing because, you know, obviously my family, they believe in the corporal punishment. But, uh, you know, these are the new, these new age parents. But um, I don't know. I I thought it was interesting. And then you have Jamie uh, is so intent on setting up Cassie with Dexter, you know. I mean, she... You know, she's to the point where, you know, it's, I was annoyed. You know what I mean? So, uh, and she says, oh, we're going to have dinner with Cassie. And he's, you know, his head is in another place. So he's not even thinking about Cassie. So uh, I guess we'll, we'll we'll get back to that uh, a little bit later. But, um, okay, so we go to a briefing um, when Dexter gets to work. And uh, Masuka tells everybody about his daughter that he finds, named Nikki. And I, if you don't mind, I think we, let's uh, tie a bow around the whole Nikki thing, right, in this part of the discussion, so we can, you know, for, go through the with the other stuff. We, let's get through all the Nikki stuff. Is that cool? Yeah, that's fine. Okay, so um, Quinn says something that all of us at home was thinking. You know, family shows up out of nowhere, you know, you better be careful, you know. Now, uh, Masuka believes that it, that's her child because he said he ran the DNA. So are are we in agreement that that's definitely his child?
1: That what?
2: Are we in agreement between me and you that that's definitely his child? Because he, he said he ran DNA.
1: yeah I would imagine must you know he knows what he's doing when it comes to running d n a
2: yeah you know i mean I, b- I believe that, but you know he said he ran d n a you know um
1: of course I believe that uh last week when um she knocked that stuff over, and they're both like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: I thought <that> <laughs> they laugh alike.
2: Yeah. Okay, so uh, Nikki meets with uh, Masuka outside of a roach coach. And, uh, you know, he starts to, they they order food. And this scene was totally to make us start questioning Nikki because she, you know, she announces that she doesn't have her, her wallet. And she acts very, you know, spooky the way she does it. Where she orders food and keeps adding stuff to it, and which makes Masuka go, "What the hell, you know?" Now, let's let's make our predictions. Is she just a woman that's just making her dead her her not, not deadbeat dad, but her absent dad, you know, t- pick up the check, or is there more to it? Do you think? Do you think that she's some, running some sort of game?
1: You know, I think um, at the end of the day, we're going to find out that she is like genuinely just lonely. Uh. I don't think there's going to be a big, oh my god, she's uh, wanting money. Uh. I don't, I don't think that's going to be the case.
2: You think they're going to play with us for a while? Yeah, because you know, later he goes into uh, Deb's new place of business and hires her as a private eye to uh, look into her. And she, you know, and then he very, he says, hey, make sure you guys don't, you know, tip her off. And she goes, oh, yeah, yeah, no problem. The way that scene played out, I have to believe she's going to find out. And it's going to put a strain in there. I think she's going to fuck up somehow. And, you know, either she's going to see her somewhere and then see her another place with him and then realize, wait, did you you know did you hire you know,
1: yeah, but do you think Deb's really gonna have well, I guess she will have time, but I'm not going into that right now <laughs> um but if if that's the case, I think that would uh really make my argument all the better because it would be like why? Why are you having this woman follow me? What's what's going on? And she's just totally legit.
0: I hope she's
2: legit. You know, I really I hope that's what that what we find out is that she's legitimate.
1: Although it was funny, you know, um he comes in and he's like, "You and me, we're both dads."
2: Oh yeah. Yeah, he's relating now to Dex. We're in the same team. And Dexter just kind of was like, uh-huh, right, same team. You know, like, <laughs> you know.
1: Yeah, Dexter, the single father because his wife was murdered, uh, his two step kids are living with their grandparents, and his own child, he's afraid of becoming a murderer, is now on the same level with Masuka, whose <laughs> 20-year-old daughter just entered his life for the first time. Yep, oh, same page.
2: Same page. Oh. All right, so I think the next thread to to uh, wrap our heads around in this episode has to be the, um, and we really didn't talk a lot about it in the last episode, but it's this uh, the um, the maid who dies in the last episode, and they're they're they've been investigating. Um, okay, so I guess the best way to get to it is. You know, in, in last episode, um, this maid, I believe her name was Norma, um, Norma like Rivera, I believe her name was. Um, you know, they found her dead, and they're um, they're looking to, into figuring out who killed her, and they found out that that she worked for this rich businessman, and when they go to his house to collect DNA from him. He admits that he had been having an affair with her, and admits, uh, and admits that uh, his wife knew, and that, you know, that it wasn't like a secret or anything. That's why she got fired. So uh, Matthews, before they went over there, told Quinn, you know, this is a friend to the state, you know, to uh, Miami Metro. Do not, you know, do not take risks with un- unsubstantiated claims, you know. Yeah. And you know to watch your ass, and you know, and tell him, you know, if you want a chance to be sergeant, because now it's a two horse race between him and Miller, Detective Miller, that you know you gotta you gotta come through on this one. So, right away, you have that Dexter moment. Where Dexter looks up when they're, you know, in the middle they're talking to uh to the um I can't think of the guy's name. Uh Hintay, yes. can I
1: can I um can I uh, break in with some breaking news? What's that? Uh and, and this this affects our audience. If you are a subscriber to Time Warner Cable, uh that's Time Warner Cable, they have just removed CBS and Showtime from uh,
2: the air. Yeah, I, I heard that a couple of days ago, yeah.
1: It, it, it's now official. They are gone. So our Time Warner Cable and uh, – well, that's just it. Our Time Warner Cable listeners, uh, I cannot tell you where to find Dexter online for free to download – but I'm pretty sure that there is a small body of water full of uh, seafaring criminals that will uh tell you uh, how to get it.
0: <laughs>
2: because uh, yeah. I don't
1: I don't promote piracy.
2: Not even if it's in a bay?
1: not even if it's in a bay.
2: Oh, arg. Yeah, it's very unfortunate. If you have Time Warner, uh, email them, tell them to get it together. CBS, uh, locally we've lost KCAL as well, which is a um, uh, a local network that uh, carries Dodger games and, and uh, local news and stuff like that, which CBS owns. As as well as it, so make sure that you get to it. So I, I, I we'll talk a little bit more at the end of the show, but yes. Yeah, I just
1: wanted to let let our listeners know that well, that's a pretty damn inconvenient time. We're going to get rid of show time now. They couldn't even have been like, we're going to wait until after this season of Dexter.
2: Oh, no, this is the time to do it, to totally screw you the the fans and all that. All right, so, all right, so in in uh, Dexter, in a uh, Dexter moment, uh, Dexter looks up and notices the son, um, the Hamiltons' son.
1: Now and, let, let me man, ask you, his uh, name what, is what, Zach. Uh-huh. Was that guy fooling you for a second?
2: Not at all. Totally, because it was typical. It was typical Dexter, where. They, you know, when they when you first saw him, you knew he knew something or did something. I mean, you figured he was going to be wrapped up in this. Yeah, <coughs> just
1: looking at the kid is like, yeah, that little fucker knew something.
2: And of course what cemented it was when uh, Dexter was leaving and he started out – he asked the wrong of person. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he was like, oh, so what was the crime scene like and then, you know, and all that stuff and
1: So and, to, what what did it what did the crime scene tell you, huh?
2: <laughs> oh, my my father's an asshole, but he's not a murderer.
0: I'm the murderer. <laughs> <laughs> my, it, it,
1: it's like saying so, uh, did, did you see that, uh, did you see that art on the wall? Yeah? You, you, you liked it? Was was that cool? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to say who did it, but, you
2: know, yeah, it was me. <laughs> yeah, he, he might as well have said that, because now he's on Dexter's radar, and so, um, so uh, later in that episode, um, when they they uh, approach a street vendor who's by the house of the victim, uh, Norma, that um, they show a picture of of, you know, Mr. Hamilton and his son, Zach, and they point out a man that, you you know, the man that you've seen outside of the house that night. And they point out Zach. The man points out Zach. Can,
1: can we wrap a bow around another uh, thread real quick?
2: Uh, sure, let me uh, finish this though because we're at the en- almost at the end. But uh, so later, they have this guy come in and he's totally changed his story. Um, he's uh, now he's saying that he didn't see anything. So the thought is that that Mr. Hamilton got him to change his story. Now the thing that I wanted to say was, do you think Matthews was involved in that? Because they had to tell Matthews. First, about this witness, do you think madness tipped the father? I mean, Matthews.
1: I absolutely. I think he did. I think he said, uh, "Yeah, they got a witness that you know fingered your son, and not in that cool way." <laughs> um, so, uh, of course, you know, Daddy is going to be like, "Hmm, I have to make this disappear." But he, he the, that's the thing that surprised me. He didn't, <clears throat> excuse me, he didn't go the traditional route of, you know, I have to get somebody to kill the witness. I, it was all money.
2: Well, like his son said, my father is an asshole, but he's not a murderer. Which is one of the sweetest things that the son has ever said about yeah. his father.
1: But... uh can 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 we go ahead and do the wrap up on the Sure, go ahead. It was um Quinn and um Angie, right?
2: Miller. De- Detective Miller. Get it right. I said oh, yeah. I think I said Wilson last week. Uh <laughs> but it's Miller.
1: Uh they're the ones that are actually doing the uh legwork on this investigation. Mm-hmm. And of course, uh, they're also in direct competition with each other with each other for that sergeant's promotion. Mhm and uh, uh detective Miller uh, acknowledges it.
2: I would give it to Miller. you would, yeah,
1: because it's politically correct
2: no because uh Quinn no, is a banger. That, and Quinn is a douchebag.
1: He's come a long way. (laughs) Okay. Come on now. He's come a long way. Professionally.
2: He seems very douchebaggy to me. Yeah, but
1: that's his (laughs) private life. That has nothing to do with...
2: (laughs) He's a corrupt cop. (laughs) I don't know, but where I'm from, we don't like corrupt cops.
1: You're from L.A. You hire nothing but corrupt cops. (laughs)
2: I'll make sure that they greet you at the uh, LAX when you come here.
1: And they're not going to give me a problem because I'm – anyway. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, Uh, Detective Miller,
2: that's right? Yep. My acknowledges this. My baby's mama. And uh, what? Uh, there's
1: a point where uh, Quinn leads the uh, <clears throat> meeting, the morning briefing when it comes to um, their investigation.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And afterwards, she approaches Batista and, you know, says, "Hey, uh, I used to lead the meetings when I was a member of the gang division." I'm ready to take more responsibility. And he's like, Batista's like, really?
2: Yeah, cool.
1: Okay, thanks.
2: Totally blows her off, ass (laughs) white.
1: Because he needs to make sure that his little nieces and nephews are taken care of.
2: What a douchebag. The guy's banging your sister. No, he's banging his sister. I'm not looking out for the guy banging my sister, okay?
1: But Batista, if... If Batista saw it as just like, oh, he's banging my sister. Do you think Quinn would like have teeth in his mouth?
0: Uh, he's his banging sister, my sister.
2: Banging his sister.
1: Yeah, but that's his little sister. Batista would be like, no, 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 no. You can't just bang my sister. <laughs> there's, there's going to be a commitment here.
2: <laughs> no, stop banging her.
1: Well, yeah, the there would be that would be the other option you know get ready to put a ring on it or stop <laughs> okay
0: yeah. I,
2: what a douche though if you got a sister hide her hide him from uh Joey Quinn
1: cuz he's doing everybody's sisters up in here
2: <laughs> oh man but uh no but yeah i i, I get what he's doing um, I don't know. It's gonna be interesting how this this whole thing plays out.
1: Yeah, especially now that they have a politically uh, tense uh, situation with the murder suspect. Uh huh. So it might just be. You know what? Come to think of it, if I was Quinn, I'd be like, you know what? I'll I'll pass on the promotion right now. Because I have a feeling whoever has to handle this is going down,
2: mhm, and not in a good way,
1: well, when it comes to Matthews,
2: <laughs> Matthews, I'm get be started on that guy okay? <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, back back to
1: that last night's episode,
2: okay, I guess now uh we got we can talk about Yeats, Yeats. Uh, okay now.
1: They gave Russian mafia them,
2: <laughs> or I'm sorry, let me go by his um his uh, uh professional name, the brain surgeon
0: yeah. <laughs> like I a bad
2: a bad eighties marvel comic book hero or something like that
1: you mean then never mind
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh we' about to have a marvel d c uh, fight <laughs>
1: this is not the time nor the place <laughs>
2: Uh, Stan
0: we can guy? create
1: another podcast for that.
0: <laughs> Stan Lee's a guy.
1: Comes on after our
0: uh,
1: <coughs> our Saturday porn review. Yeah,
2: yeah. All right, all right. So, um, okay, so the brain. Let's just get right to it. The brain surgeon kidnaps Vogel, and <laughs> in
1: the in the most conspicuous way possible.
2: <laughs> you you know, for a minute, he kind of looked like uh, Seth MacFarlane. I was like uh, cause I, I, forgot, I forgot how he I forgot the actor Right Who played him Even though Because he was mm-hmm. in the last one And I was like I looked a little bit like No It's not him <laughs> You know Like I was like Wait a minute No He kind of had a little Seth MacFarlane look Until he looks up And he You see his face
1: I'm Going off bit. on a little tangent here But uh, I heard Kevin Spacey wanted to be One of the Killers on uh, Dexter
2: Really That's He all-
1: wanted to be on Dexter's table
2: Wait, like he wanted to have sex with Dexter?
1: Could be that, and um, he wanted to be, you know, the seasoned bad guy like John Lithgow.
2: Yeah, I'll, I'm looking at it. Uh, Kevin Spacey said on a great show. It's called Kevin. Uh, ooh, I need to see this episode. Um, Kevin um, Pollock's uh, show. Uh, Michael C. Hall revealed that Kevin Spacey began his climb into politics as Frank Underwood on yeah, House of Cards. But he was interested in joining the series as a big bad guy. So what happened? The two-hour interview, Hall talks about his Broadway beginning. Oh, get, get, get to it. Uh, and then, oh, yeah, here we go. We Well, I saw Kevin Spacey at a party, and he was sort of lobbying to be on Dexter as a big bad. This was what I was thinking. Right before House of Cards materialized. so Oh, when House of Cards came, that's how it didn't happen. Uh, okay. All right. Well, House of Cards was great, by the way. So Yeah, as much as I loved
1: House of Cards, uh-huh. love House of Cards,
2: uh, and I love
1: Orange is the New Black, um, even though I don't think they should be nominated for Emmys, but that's a different story. Um, I still think I would have rather seen them on Dexter.
2: Nah, House of Cards was the shit.
1: They would have waited. I guarantee you they would have waited uh for Kevin Spacey to be done with Dexter.
2: Okay, obviously Kevin Spacey would've done would have been great, but I mean come on, he would have been great. And I'm uploading this episode to the Facebook uh forward slash Harry's code. Uh, heard him on the Kevin Pollock. Give spot. it a like uh Kevin Pollock's uh chat show, which is a great show by the way. But uh huh, interesting. Uh
1: tomorrow you will find out uh you know like go to nuke the dot com or something, maybe any cool news you'll find out that uh uh Raya Radio's on Wingman also uh wanted to be a uh a big baddie on Dexter. Uh, ah yeah except nobody knew who the hell he was so that didn't come through.
2: Hey, Kevin Smith was on Kevin Pollock's uh chat show too.
1: You know Kevin Smith is uh who got me into Dexter.
2: Uh was it was it Pillow Talk? Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> it was right after the nom 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 nom. nom.
2: <laughs> I need a rim shot.
1: I'm sure you do, sir.
2: <laughs> that sounds freaky. Yes. So back to the show. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> oh man!
0: All right. Um, so back to the show. Hey, day. you're the
2: one that brought that up, by the way. So, okay. So, kidnaps Vogel in not a very sophisticated way, but it was it was effective. And, and you um, throw
1: something through the window, jump in. <laughs> it's like, what? why not just? go through the door.
2: Right. All right, so no one heard it too, by the way, I guess. Because <laughs> cause when Deb got there, it was like, it was, you know, it was like, dang, what kind of neighborhood is that? <laughs> you know? where? Yeah,
1: there's no police, nothing. Just Deb walks in and walks out.
2: Yeah, I, I mean, I thought, like, if I get kidnapped by someone throwing something through the window, and dragging my ass out. Oh, mind you, not, not to mention the crashing that goes along in the living room as they're, as they're abducting me, and no or one sees nothing. Screaming. Hmm? Right, and no one says anything. <clears throat> if I'm free, I might just go and kill my neighbors.
0: <laughs> 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 I think I'm
2: going back to kill them. So, uh, okay, so he takes uh, Vogel, um, Deb Gets to the scene, realizes he's been taken, uh, she's been taken, and then, you know, she goes and sees Dexter, and this is kind of like the thing that gets them talking to each other, because remember, at this point, they're not talking to each other.
1: so Right, and then uh, Dexter is actually, you mm-hmm. know, coincidentally enough, at Yates's house,
0: <laughs>
1: where Miami Metro has uncovered a graveyard in his home. Well, outside of his home,
0: Mm-hmm.
1: apparently, whenever he uh, finishes torturing uh, these women, you know, breaking their toes and, and things of that nature, he kills them and buries them in the backyard and plants a rose bush.
0: Aww,
2: it's kinda how
1: hallo- ro- how romantic!
2: It's kind of a little bit, a little bit.
1: Although, I thought it was interesting. um, They said that uh, the victims all died from a stab wound to the chest. And I was like, oh, that sounds familiar. Uh So, Deb shows up uh, to the crime scene, and of course, Batista, being the awesome half-joking guy that he is, he's like... Hey, you want your job back? We got six bodies. We could use the help, huh? huh? And she's like, I got to talk to Dexter. And Dexter's like, you know, fuck. This broad again. And, uh, you know, basically she tells him, Vogel's been taken, which is when he's like, okay, we have to talk in private. So they take three steps to the garage.
2: You know what that one thing that scene tells you, and, and anyone who listening out there who has family, if you're having any issue with your sister and you want to get back in their good graces or you're having an issue with your brother, just say that your crazy psychopathic uh, therapist has been kidnapped, and that will bring you right back together.
1: There you go, even after an attempted homicide.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, things can be forgiven.
1: I just thought it was funny. Uh, They they literally walk like three feet from where they were standing for privacy. (laughs) And then he just bounces from the crime scene like it was nothing.
2: Yeah, well, there was no blood, so (laughs) I guess they didn't need him.
1: Yeah, yeah, true.
2: So Uh, then he has such great discretion at his job. He can do whatever the hell he wants for the most part.
1: Like kill the people they're trying to catch?
2: Pretty much.
1: Yeah. Well, um, describe what happens next.
2: Okay. So, staying on that theme, um, Dexter actually uh, quickly surmises that, that he can actually figure out how to um, he can figure out how to catch up with you know um, the brain surgeon or better yet known as Yates if he uh, if he does something he figures that, that he can um, catch up with Yates because he figures out that He's probably in a um, abandoned home that he's probably just that he's uh, put cable in, to <clears> – <throat> Excuse me. So what he does is what he, what um, Dexter does is he gets looks at all his work orders and he tries to figure out which of them are in uh, an abandoned home, which was very quick and you know he he thought of this stuff really quick, which he's I thought pro. was pretty good. Yeah, he was like quick. I mean, no other cops thought of that shit. You know no. they were just they were just like he you know he should be the the detective of the because apparently he can open and solve a case in like you know you know thirty minutes, but uh,
1: also you gotta remember uh he was there before, so he kinda knew where stuff was
2: that's true that is true so um anyway, so uh um they have like a big wide net to look through uh and he has uh, Deb looking uh, working on this, and uh r- one cool scene too in last night's episode was he goes to meet with Batista in his office, and essentially he finds out that he uses uh he used his um credit card in a certain area of Miami and it helps narrow down the list to from like hundreds to like nineteen, which is still quite mm-hmm. a bit. So he's planning on that night going with his sister to figure out what home that he's in. But surprise, surprise, when he gets home, his his plan of going out and killing Yates potentially or saving Vogel um, are thwarted because when he gets to his home, he sees Quinn, Jamie, and Cassie. So – you know, and it's funny, he totally didn't remember any of that. and so, he,
1: he didn't actually agree to any of that either.
2: Mm-hmm. He didn't, so he did.
1: Very vague. Because <laughs> uh, she's like, you know, we should do something. He's like, why? Yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> uh, for some reason, uh, this girl's brain is like, well, that means yes.
2: Oh yeah, you know, typical woman. Sure, <laughs> I mean, this not trying honest. to be stereotypical,
1: but that's a typical woman, sure,
2: <laughs> right?
1: Uh, yeah, um, and basically, <laughs> she—how uh, did he put it? Serial <clears throat> serial killer thwarted by a hundred pound nanny. <laughs> Because she said – he's trying to leave, and she says, if you leave or if you try to leave, I will leave, and then you will have to be here with Harrison. Mm. (laughs) He's like, fuck. (laughs) This broad just grinded my
0: gears.
2: (laughs) So, you know, I feel bad for Cassie because – you know, she's you know, she's interested in Dex. And um Dexter obviously wanted to be somewhere else. And he's like doing his Dexter like, Oh man, I gotta get out I wanna get out of here, <laughs> you know <laughs> He's doing his, you know, his, his you know, his thing, right? And yeah. uh Cassie, you know, who seems like a nice girl, you know, who, you know, he's really just not he's just really you know, not in the mind space to to have a relationship or to to do anything.
1: Although, mm-hmm. by the time that the whole scene ended, because uh, he he's like he he takes Cassie to the kitchen and he just becomes perfectly frank with her. He's like, "Look, this is a really bad time. I kind of got you know dragged into this." Uh, and I really have to go and she's like yeah, yeah, I, okay um, I get that, that's fine so uh, I think because she was cool with it Dexter were, honestly was sincere when he was like you know, maybe maybe we could do this again sometime
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, yeah. and I think he was sincere
2: I think so too you know she, you know she's a good-looking woman, Cassie. So, you know she's no Vogel, but she's <laughs> she's pretty. She's pretty nice. So, um, okay. So, they uh, so Dexter leaves. He ends up reuniting with no. He doesn't reunite with uh, De- uh, Deb. Uh, they go check houses, and then it's so funny because the show The Killing, which comes on Sundays as well on AMC did a similar gag. You know, and you've seen this in other stuff, where, uh, okay, in this, he, uh, Vogel manages to get her hands on her cell phone, and she calls Dex and leaves the line open so he can hear the conversation. Remember, this happens because
1: uh, she used her superior psychology powers
0: <laughs>
1: to, uh, instead of letting him break her toes, she's like, I'm going to act like your mother now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's brilliant. I love, Piss I, off the serial killer.
2: I love the, that scene, too, where she's like, he's like, look what you did to me. And she's like, well, I thought if they did this brain surgery on you, you would be better. I guess I was wrong. <laughs> you know?
1: That's basically her crying and saying, whoops.
2: <laughs> right. I mean, I'm a doctor, I'm not perfect. <laughs> Where did you go to medical
1: school? Medical school?
2: <laughs> he's like, no, it didn't work. <laughs> he's like, I, I can see. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I thought that was pretty funny.
1: So he goes... He, she, ba- she slaps the ever-loving shit out of him. Okay? <laughs> and he's bleeding, and... <laughs> this is great, because... He gets up, he goes, you know, he's about to go clean himself off, and he's like, don't move. <laughs> he doesn't tire up. She's not She's not restrained in any way. He just says, don't move. And, you know, he goes to leave. He even stops to look back, and she looks like she's about to jump up, and he just goes to the bathroom.
0: just <laughs> That
1: that was brilliant. (laughs) And then I'm going to leave my phone just laying around as I walk away. So like you said, she she calls Dexter. Um, He doesn't answer at first uh, because he's like, I don't know who this number is. You know, not thinking for a second that, hey, it could be the person I'm looking for calling from a strange number. Right. At that point, I would think you would answer the phone. Because all he was doing was uh, staring at kids through a window.
2: Uh-huh.
1: That's not creepy at all.
2: Not at all. Not even in the slightest. Nope. So, all right, so to make a long story short, they actually track, in, they track down the house, they kick in the dough, they go upstairs and they find... Um, Hold on, we have to back up.
1: No, we don't. <laughs> yes, because, because this is very important. This is incredibly important. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay, so important. Yeah, you You're not saying on? anything. You weren't
1: saying oh, anything. Um, sorry, I uh, had a thing. Um, do you, The way they got the address... I think was a highlight of the night. Uh-huh. Deb calls into work and she, she's like, I know this is illegal as shit and you know, I don't want to answer any questions, but can you track down a phone number for me? And you know, Sean Patrick Kleiner is like, Yeah, what's the number? Just no question about the ethics involved. Just yeah, what's the number? Uh-huh. And and I thought this line was so great. I tweeted about it earlier um, because uh, when uh, she gets the address, Uh do you remember what she said? What did she say? Thanks. You're a saint.
2: Oh, Boondock Saints.
1: I was like,
0: that's awesome.
1: Because he is a saint. He's a Boondock Saint. I'm just wondering if that was intentional
2: or
0: uh,
1: intentional.
2: I'm pretty sure it was
1: sue me, I like Easter eggs like that.
2: I didn't even catch it, so that's pretty good.
1: See like you're a saint, <laughs> yeah, okay, I'm sorry to back it up, but they yeah they they get in there, you know, they kick in the door, no, they don't find anybody, they're looking around the house. Dexter finds a trail of blood that leads to absolutely nowhere. Uh And then they hear, and for some reason they suddenly remember there's a second floor. Uh So they go up there, they look around, and then they look in a closet, and there's Vogel tied up. Mouth taped, and they're like, "Where's the brain surgeon?" Uh-huh. And uh yeah, that's that's the episode.
2: No, they kill Dexter kills the brain surgeon, a la Jason from Friday the Thirteenth. He pierces him through the bed with a spear.
1: That's right, because. He's the only one that noticed that the the dreaded serial killer the brain surgeon is hiding under the bed.
2: What and, a way and, to go out.
1: And not even like very well hidden. There was no like bed curtain or whatever you call it. It was just a bed with just it was there. And uh, he's there holding a knife, and it looked like—I I guess, if I, if I had to guess—if given the opportunity, he was about to lunge at Deb's Achilles tendon.
0: hmm
1: And uh, Dex is just like, you know, we should get uh, vocal out of here. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, and as the ladies are about to walk through the door. Dexter's on the bed shoving a giant curtain rod spear through the bed and into uh, the brain surgeon. And this is the real surprising part because Dex looks at Dev and she's like, oh, I'm fine. Yeah, yeah, this is fine. Cool now.
2: Mm. And she says a family that kills together.
1: so apparently she's she's not only adjusting to the situation but adjusting well because it was actually at her uh would you say request that they even started this uh current hunt to kill to begin with or at least her presence wanted she wanted to be there
2: yeah? Yeah, to prove that she had his back and that everything was okay and she understood him. And, you know, this was somebody that she didn't mind dying.
1: Yeah, she was completely down with it. And,
2: uh... And, and then they, they had that touching moment on his boat where he had a, he, all all of his ladies together and, you know?
1: Yeah, she... Folk uh, like... Uh, well, Dexter's like, I like it out here. It's quiet, you know, peaceful, you know, uh, alone, basically. And, you know, Dev's like, then why did you bring us? And Dexter said, you know, uh, I wanted my family here. Aww. And considering how insanely creepy that idea is, it was very touching.
2: Very. I I cried.
1: Although it, it it was odd. Because Deb, you know, Dexter was was in the moment, enjoying being able to be himself in front of people. I guess you could say in front of his family.
2: Coming out the closet, you huh? Know?
1: And Vogel was like smiling like. You know, yeah, this is this is the way we always uh, intended this thing to happen. You know, killing bad people. You know, this is good. And Deb still kind of looked uncomfortable just being there, but not in a way that was vocalized in the least bit. Just just from the eyes. Would you agree?
2: Oh, definitely agree.
1: And uh, for real this time. Uh, that was the end of the episode.
2: Yay. You know what? Talking about it, I liked it better. Like <laughs> <laughs> just talking about it. I was like, you know what? It sounds pretty good,
1: actually. It was not a bad episode. It it wasn't a standout episode, but it was one of those episodes where you're like, you know, this really uh, helped move the story along as far as relationships among characters.
2: Huh.
1: Although now I'm, – well, I'm glad they, they passed the uh, story baton on so neatly so it, it wasn't an abrupt like, okay, that part's closed. Uh, there's going to be another one. We don't know what it is. We don't know where it is, but it's going to be another one. But the preview for next week's episode, that uh, – clearly explained, uh, at least temporarily, where the show is going. Would you like to talk about that, sir? Yes. Uh, Well, basically, it all goes back to Rich Man's Son. And it uh, starts off uh, with Vogel asking Dexter the question, what if we teach him the code? So basically there's no question in anybody's mind that this kid is the one that killed the maid. Just, right. just so we're clear. <laughs> the kid did it. And right. now she's like, well, he's young enough. Maybe we can mold him into what we want. And Dexter is once again, like, conflicted. Like, what? Are you serious? We can't we can't teach him that he's a killer. Oh wait. So uh, yeah, he and oh, and Quinn wants Dexter to follow the kid around. Right. And and the preview ends with uh, Quinn seeing Dexter, you know, out in his kill well, not his kill clothes, but his. I guess you guess you could say his hunting uniform. Uh-huh. And what we're left with is Dexter. I know what you're doing. Which I don't think he does, by the way. Uh-huh. So, yeah, that's, uh, that's the preview for next week. Can there be another younger Dexter?
2: Uh, it most certainly can be.
1: Yeah, but you would think the job would automatically go to Harrison because
2: he could be his Padawan learner.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What if the Dexter story doesn't end? What if it is him just going on doing his thing except the spinoff is like the people that he trains to do it elsewhere? What if he's franchising?
2: (laughs) like a
1: McDonald's.
2: Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, get your, your Dexter franchise.
1: Well, that, that was this week's episode.
2: All right, yes. The
1: preview for next week.
2: I'm looking forward to it. Uh, let's just tell the audience next week's episode is in, entitled. Um, a little reaction it'll be episode 6 of this season uh, number 90 overall um and it's directed by John Dahl and uh it doesn't have who the uh, writer is for the episode so and that That's will premiere
1: not a promising sign
2: <laughs> it wrote itself pretty it's much like
1: nobody wants to take credit for this really
2: <laughs> and that will premiere on August the 4th 2013 so yeah very interesting. All any, right. Any final thoughts? Um, no, no. I'm just uh, excited for the next episode. Um, just looking forward to uh, to what uh comes up next on the on the uh, the show. So, um, uh, real quick, let's do our uh,
1: plugs. Okay. Um, I guess starting on Monday. You're listening to Harris Code Extra podcast to do this every Monday. Um, I (laughs) can't really say exactly what time we're going to start next week, but uh, you want to cool us in something?
2: Well, you know, we'll try 8 p.m. Pacific, 11 Eastern.
1: We'll try, sure. Uh We'll definitely give it a shot. Um, Tuesday nights. There's the voice chat with Benjamin Tuttle.
2: Yeah, Benjamin Tuttle.
1: He's a good guy. I uh, I know a guy that uh was on that show.
0: Oh yeah? Who was that? Yeah,
1: that was uh, a voice actor by the name of me. <laughs> yeah, I was on that show once. I was I was interviewed because of my uh talented voice acting abilities. That and I think, uh, yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: so, Wednesday night. It's the Raya Wednesday Night Showcase at com slash user slash Ramsey, R A W M Z E E, And that kicks off at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Central, or not Central, uh, 5, 5 p.m. Pacific, and I think it's 7 Central. Yeah. Uh, with the Wingman Show, where... You get to hear yours truly talk about who's doing what in Hollywood, not who's doing who. So that's entertainment news without the tabloid crap. After that is Jam Session. It's the music you love, you just don't know it yet. And of course, to close out the night, it's uh, just kicking it with Ramsey, where you get to hear myself and Mr. Kinte, as well as several others discuss some of today's hot topics or uh, just Having fun with some off the wall topics. You know, anything could happen on just kicking it.
2: Yeah. I'm real people, to
1: real talk. Thursday nights
2: is the for- spotlight, and we will be interviewing uh, someone uh, who's a, a part of a project that you uh, helped write uh, Silent Night. Um, we're going to be talking about his uh, being on Ghost, and he used to be uh, one of the co hosts. Um, he was one of the co hosts on um on uh the spotlight. So that should be really interesting. Then it's this sat this Thursday. I can't even talk this Thursday at um uh, so, so a little six PM Pacific, nine PM Eastern. On uh in uh cctoolbox.org. I'm I'm having a one of those nights <laughs>
1: you're having a having a low hand moment.
2: Ah, uh, yeah. Hey, that's my girl.
1: <laughs> well, uh Friday nights, well, you know what, we'll just cover everything uh in one fell swoop. Uh there are a couple of shows that will be returning at some point in the future. Uh one being the playlist, Mhm. which is uh Tremendously awesome show, if I do say so yourself, Kente. Thank you, thank you. Uh, I, I was fortunate enough to be, what, the second guest ever?
2: Yeah, and you're going to be in the big uh, final.
1: That's right. I'm going to be a champion.
2: <laughs> He's calling it. Calling it,
1: son. <laughs> and, of course, uh, there's uh, Harry's Code, a Dexter podcast, uh, slash back Fridays, where we talk about you know, older seasons of uh, Dexter, and fairly soon, I imagine, after this season ends, we're going to really start getting into the 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 psychology and the and the filmology of uh, Dexter and break it down uh, through a, a bevy of different uh topics and things of that nature.
2: It should be a whole lot of fun, I think.
1: Especially when we get to the uh, whole, you know, say Deb's Mm -hmm. (laughs) exes. That's going to be an awesome show. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Do we have anything else to plug? Uh, I guess uh, go to facebook.com forward slash Harry's code to visit our Facebook page. Uh,
2: You can always follow. Us on Twitter?
1: Do you have a Twitter?
2: Yeah, Indie Showcase, I-N-D-Y, Showcase 11.
1: It's and at, I, oh, well, there's more?
2: No, at uh, Indie Showcase 11.
1: Okay, at Indie Showcase 11, I, and I am at Raya, R-A-I-A, Wingman. Uh, So feel free to t- tweet us, give us the tweets, make us the kings of the tweeter net,
2: <laughs> Twitter Nation, the Twitterverse, Twitterverse, I think so, and and also too, you you can uh, go to Facebook uh, forward slash Harry's Code. Yeah, I said that already. Oh, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. Um,
1: other than that, uh, you know, we have our. our Various other projects that we'll keep you filled in on as they come up. Uh, but right now, we're going to call this a night for Harry's Code. So, say goodnight, Good
2: Goodnight, Kinte.
1: <laughs> and cut.
0: Alright,
2: we'll see you next week on Harry's Code. Goodbye.